0: St. Paul didn't have it easy. Once he started following Jesus, Paul's life looked rather different than it had before. He'd grown up under the tutelage of Gamaliel, one of the great teachers of God's Torah in Jerusalem. He learned at the feet of a master, and he'd been zealous for his Jewish faith, having a great measure of respect from the people in charge, so much so that he would even act as the agent of the high priest in Jerusalem, persecuting those who would follow Jesus as the Christ. But all that changed. All that changed once Jesus called Paul to be an agent for the gospel. Paul suffered for the name of Jesus. He knew firsthand the pain of stoning, of persecution, captivity. In fact, he wrote this letter to the church in Philippi while under house arrest, most likely in Rome while he was awaiting execution. Paul had reason to be anxious. Does anything have you feeling anxiety? Visiting family might not see eye to eye with you on thoughts that you hold dear about life. Your health or the health of a loved one might not be what you'd want it to be. Or maybe life has been thrown up in the air for you by the changing administrations right here in our nation's capital. There's no shortage of reasons for being anxious these days. Now while there might be many causes for feeling anxious, those causes generally boil down to some kind of uncertainty. Looking to the future, you're confronted with the realization that maybe things are outside of your control. You don't know how it's all going to work out. And thinking about that uncertainty, letting it stick to you, you become anxious. Paul had reason to be anxious, but in his imprisonment, he wrote a letter to the Philippians, a letter of encouragement. We're not left to wonder why it was that Paul wrote this letter, why he could encourage them, because Paul looked to Jesus despite the uncertainty of the world, knowing in Christ that it would all work out. He encourages his fellow Christians to set their minds on the good that comes from God's hand as they journey through their life. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. We need this reminder. Even as Christians, especially maybe as Christians, we seem to find it easier to spend time thinking about all the bad stuff in our uncertain world. It's all too easy to dwell on what you don't have, what you lack. How much time will you spend thinking about what you need to buy in stores or online over this Thanksgiving weekend in the days ahead? Now, commercialism aside, we tend to think more about sickness when it hits us than we do about good health while we have it. Thoughts about your prosperity or your comfort probably don't come to mind as easily as the ones concerning want and discomfort. But through Paul, God is calling each of us to give up our anxious thoughts For thanksgiving. Now don't misunderstand. Paul is not encouraging a Pollyanna attitude of naive optimism. Rather this is about pondering, dwelling, reflecting on the good with which God is consistently blessing his creation. Even when that good is coming through people who aren't Christians because he works through them too. What is true? Oxford Dictionaries has selected post-truth as the 2016 International Word of the Year. Post-truth. It's defined as relating to or denoting circumstances in which objective facts are less influential in shaping public opinion than appeals to emotion and personal belief. But even if the world disregards truth, that doesn't mean that truth ceases to be. Some things are objectively true, including God's love for you. His love for you in Christ. Ponder, That truth, that truth that stands at the center of history, and consider what it means that the Creator entered into His creation to restore your relationship with Him. What is honorable? Reputation is important. Are you going to choose the restaurant with the one star Yelp review or the five star? If you have a choice, You're going to want to interact with people, places, with things that have a good reputation. The honorable keep their commitments, even at their own cost. And that reflects God's faithfulness. What is just? Fairness and righteousness are are laudable, even if they might seem to be in short supply at times. Considering those situations when people are able to work and compete on an even field, a level playing field where injustice is defeated, where the unscrupulous and the deceptive are kept from continuing in their cheating ways, that's just. God expects all people to be just in our interactions with one another, yet how great is it when we actually see justice being done? What is pure? Looking at a little baby or a young child at play, you can see the joy of innocence. Look at the shelves of your supermarket and see How much producers emphasize the value of something that is pure? When so much around us has been compromised or corrupted in some way, purity and innocence give us a glimpse of what Eden was like. And God said that it was good. What is lovely? It's probably not gonna be hard to think about these things. The word translated lovely here means delightful or pleasing. What brings joy? Now all of God's good gifts have the capacity for bringing joy into our lives, but we often miss out on that joy because we spend our time thinking about what we want more so than what we've been given. As our nation celebrates this national day of Thanksgiving, may you experience contentment. May you know the joy of all that God has provided and continues to provide for you and for all of his creation, not only through great feasts of roast meat or through times of relaxation with friends and families as you watch football on the couch, but in all those many more ways than we can count. What is commendable? What is excellent what is worthy of praise what makes such a difference for you that you would want to tell your friends about it now our social media culture though it often indulges in and encourages negativity offers up scores of praiseworthy posts each day it might come in the form of cute animals doing cute things as we all know gifs define the internet, cats playing with things, jumping in boxes that they're too big for. But these posts, these reports of people doing good things, sharing kindness, speaking wisdom can be worth sharing. Because even if they're not coming from Christians, they too point us to God's goodness and provision. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about Jesus. Because he's all of that. Ponder him. Spend time contemplating his faithfulness and love for you. The God of peace will be with you because he already is. Like Paul, like the Philippians, you will know the peace of God which surpasses all understanding even in an uncertain world. Think about Jesus. And have a happy thanksgiving indeed. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen.